Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the inaugural edition of From the Panther Pit, sports talk that does not stink. And I'll tell you, it does not stink. We have a great show today. I'm going to be interviewing Donna Blom later in the show, state champion in swimming, a four-time state champion. She's only a junior, folks. you got to listen to it. All right. This week in sports, it was a big week. Uh, basketball played in the region tournament, and they did pretty well to start out, both teams, boys and girls. So let's start with the boys' side. Monday, we beat Union Grove, big game, 73-48. And then, well, you play McIntosh, and here's the situation. You win, and you're into the state playoffs, and you knock off McIntosh. If you lose, your season's done. That's the situation, and you're playing the top team in the region and your state rival. You know, it doesn't get any bigger than that, I'll tell you. So you go, you play them Wednesday, play McIntosh. You know, they're a great team. And after the first quarter, it is 16-7 Chiefs, manageable. But then you get into the second quarter, you're down 27-10 to 10 at the end of it. You're going into the locker room down 17. And then 38-13 after the third quarter. That, that is where, over the past couple years, with that team at McIntosh, we could not beat them. Earlier in the year, we played a game, and we had a good chance to beat them. We really did. We went to the locker room. I think we were down four, and we came out and we lost. We had a terrible third quarter. It really, you know, I'm not going to blame our side. The final score, by, that, by the way, was 50-24 to 24 Chiefs. They're going to move on uh, to play today in the region semifinals. They have their playoff spot locked. There's every five or six years in this county, and besides, you know, the some teams, they just are consistently good. Every five or six years, though, there is that one dominant team in every sport. And I'll give you a couple of examples. Of course, this McIntosh team, they've been dominant since last year. They were really dominant sophomore year, uh, even if we did beat them the first game. It's hard to beat a team when they're that good. And while that's easy to say, you know, that they're really good, they're hard to beat, yeah, everybody knows that. But to really focus on how good they are it's just incredible to watch them on that play on that level when you know they're that good like when people go and watch um carolina the panthers this year they were dominant in every game they were beating teams badly at in most games and really it's it's so cool to watch how they progress to that point you know, they weren't a playoff team before that. Um, they really weren't competitive for a number of years. But then they draft Cam Newton. Uh, they start getting a bit competitive, and then they get these pieces. It's, it's different in high school, though, because you're not drafting these players. You're not recruiting these players like you are in college. They just kind of come to you. Jordan Lyons, Will Washington, and all of those guys are just really good. I'll give them credit. They are tremendous. And it's hard to beat a team when they're that dominant. You know, it's Carolina only lost one game this year, and it was it was a rivalry game. And, you know, they just they were that dominant, and it was incredible to watch them be that dominant. And it's incredible to watch this McIntosh team be that dominant. They're undefeated in the region. They're proving it why every night. They've only lost two games all year. They've only lost two games or three games in the last – two years. Now, that's incredible. 
that tells you that they are just on a different level than anybody else. You know, we in these four years, past four years, we've only beaten them, I think, twice. Maybe even only one time. We beat them uh, in Jordan Lyons and Will Washington's sophomore year uh, at their place, and we almost beat them again in the next game here at Stars Mill, but Jordan Lyons hits that bank shot, three wins, you know, and that really kind of starts their trend upward and really becoming that dominant of a team. Really incredible to watch them. I'll give them all the credit in the world. They played really well. All right, moving on to the girls' side. Uh, Tuesday, we also played Union Grove, and we actually came back to win that game. We were down 23-15 to to start the fourth quarter. Union Grove was up. They were winning. They seemed like they were in control, and then we went off. 27-8 run in the fourth quarter, pulls it away. Stars Mill wins 42-31. to That's a big win, you know, and the same situation arises. You win and you're in, you lose and you're done. We play the number one seed in Woodland, just like Stars Mill did. We played the number one seed in McIntosh, and we go out and lose. Again, you played a top team with the season on the line. It's so hard to pull that off with those circumstances. You're playing the top team in a different environment than your home place. It's so hard to pull that off. I, I got to give respect to both Starsville teams. You had a great year. Uh, seniors, congratulations. Uh, it was a heck of a year. The boys really improved from the beginning. Well, they only had two wins. They finished with 12. Uh, just an incredible year for both the girls and the guys. Um, really just want to give a hand to them and how they played. Uh, they really, near the end of the year, they were both clicking. Uh, let's move on to soccer. Uh, soccer, uh, this girls' team, they won state last year. They lost a couple pieces, but I believe that they're going to make another run. They're going to make another run at that championship, and honestly, I think they can get it. Uh, they started off their season Monday with a 10 nothing win over Monday's Mill. Uh, just incredible the way they performed. You know, it was on the road, by the way. You know, the way they performed was just incredible. Uh, Lauren Yoss had four goals in the game. Uh, Ansley Pierfoy with three. Uh, incredible performance by both those girls. But the one I want to talk about is Lauren Yoss. Uh, senior, she signed with uh, Armstrong State uh, a couple Wednesdays ago. She, I believe, is five goals away from the all-time goal record at Stars Mill. And you're going to throw in names like Kelly O'Hara in there. Uh, she already broke Kelly's record of assists. And Kelly was number two on the list for goals. And she has a whole season to get four goals. Now, unless she gets hurt, I'm pretty sure she's going to break that school record. Uh, and like I said, she's already broke the record for assist. Just an incredible player, Lauren Yost. That whole team, I'm telling you, very well orchestrated, a lot of chemistry on that team. I honestly believe they can make another run at State. You know, talking with Coach Bowen, uh, you know, you don't look at last year as much when you move on, and, you know, you can test that to any sport. But uh, really solid play in the first game. We'll see how their season progresses. Uh, the boys, they also played against Mundy's Mill, a 9 nothing victory. So in total, we beat Mundy's Mill on both sides 19 to nothing. In soccer, that's, uh, that's pretty good. 
to win ten nothing and nine nothing. It seems like Money's Mill is going to be an easier team to beat this year. Uh, not to say that they aren't good. Maybe they were missing a couple players from basketball. Uh, but 10 nothing, 9 nothing, it's pretty, pretty easy uh, so far. But like I said, you never know what could happen. It's a different sport. Uh, it could happen in any game. A little side note, uh, Rising Star Middle, they won both the Boys and Girls Basketball County Championships yesterday. I was in attendance. The girls' game, uh, you know, they really came out kind of sluggish, really picked up the intensity, started getting steals and just quick buckets, and went on to beat Booth. Then the boys' game, uh, I don't go to many middle school games, but that was probably the best game I've seen all year, the best basketball game I've attended all year. You know, it was uh, Flat Rock came out pretty strong. Uh, They were hitting shots. And the boys really kind of amped it up and got on the offensive. And in the second half, really, uh, the crowd was energetic. Uh, props to the crowd, uh, the student section, the parents, everybody. They were loud as could be. Uh, they really just wanted to beat them. You know, I didn't follow their season as much as I did here at Stars Mill with our basketball team. But... Uh, it seemed like they really wanted to beat them. It, maybe they had lost to them one time, and it was like, all right, we're going to get back. We're going to beat Flat Rock this time. And they did, and they, it was incredible. It was incredible to watch. Uh, it was a middle school game, so I just want to point that out there. That's the future of Starsville basketball right there, uh, winning the county championship over Flat Rock and the girls over Booth. Uh, when we come back, Donna Blom's going to be here. I'm going to be talking to her about her four state championships and really how she prepares for meets and all that and uh, year-round swimming and just really how she does it. We'll be right back. All right, so we're going to switch gears a little bit right now. I am sitting down with our first-ever interview on the show, state champion swimming Donna Blom. Donna, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. It's a pleasure. So go ahead and talk to me about your background. How did you get into swimming and, you know, how did you get really competitive? Um, my dad was a swimmer in college, and it kind of made me want to start swimming when I was like, uh, younger. I did summer league, and then I started swimming year-round for SCAT when I was in seventh grade. And talk to me about SCAT. Uh, Coach Huggins was telling me that y'all just you'll swim year-round, even during the uh, swim season. You know, kind of talk to me about that and how that works. Um, yeah, over the summer we do long course, so we practice a lot for then. And then during the school season we do short course. Mm-hmm. And I also do the high school team, so I have to go to like one high school practice a week just to show that I'm on like on the team. So, so you're you're really doing a lot for two teams at one time. Mm-hmm. That's that's incredible. No no wonder why y'all are so athletic. Uh, this year uh, you placed first in the fifty freestyle. Uh, you were third in butterfly. Uh, and the, you were the leader of the 200 relay team, which finished second in state. Kind of talk to me about state this year and your performance in it. Um, it was really fun. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't really close to like my best times, which was mm. disappointing. But I was really happy to bring home like a state title and everything. Right. And it was fun with the relays. It was unexpected. I'm happy that we got second in that. Mm. So it was really fun. Right. You are a junior this year, 11th grade. Next year you'll be a senior. Uh, so it's really good that you're putting up these numbers early. You already have, I believe I counted four state championships already. Yes. Which is incredible. You know, yeah. I've never heard anything of it, you know. Yes. Um, 
like I said, you're a year-round swimmer. Uh, you're very successful in the juniors. Kind of talk to me about the junior races that you had. The I guess she, she said junior races. Maybe it's something you call it differently. Um, Just like the scat races or the oh, meets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I typically perform better at, um, like, scat meets and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I went to junior nationals, uh, like, a couple months ago, so mm-hmm. I guess that's probably what she was referring probably. to. Probably. But it was, it was good. Right. Yeah. Why do you think you perform more better in uh, the scat races than you do, the school, even if it's just, like, a little bit off? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I guess a kind of different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But I really do enjoy the high school meets, at least at State. It's really fun there. How does the atmosphere change from competing for the school to competing, I guess, for yourself? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a golfer, so when we do school tournaments, Mm -hmm. we're competing as a team. Yeah. But when we go to summer tournaments, we're competing for ourselves and for the betterment of our score. Kind of talk to me about that. I mean, that's exactly how it is. Mm -hmm. I. For high school, I mainly compete for, like, the team and try to get points for the team. I don't really focus as much about, like, my own times. And then for SCAT, I mainly just try to, like, improve my own times. Right. So let's back up a year. Sophomore year, which uh, Ms. Hogan said was probably your best year. You really came into your own. Uh, you finished first in the 50 free. You finished first in the fly. And you were the anchor of the state winning 400 free relay team, yeah. which is incredible. That's three state championships in one day. Kind of talk to me about the sophomore performance, you know, how that year, that whole year, not just state, that whole year kind of really set yourself up for success. Um, I mean, it was a lot of training, and hopefully mm. I can get back into it. Uh, I, I like to get back to where I was the sophomore year, I guess. Right. But, yeah, it was, it was good. Kind of talk to me about that training, you know, how you said it's an all-year thing, mm-hmm. you know, nutrition-wise, physically-wise. How do you prepare yourself? to go into state and really just dominate like you did? Um, we practice a lot. Like, after school, Monday through Thursday, we practice from 4.30 to 7.15. And then uh, two to three days in the mornings, mm-hmm. we come and we lift at 5.30. Lift wow. and, like, do CrossFit and stuff. So. That's incredible. Um, I want to talk about your freshman year as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Huggins told me an incredible story. You were actually sick for state your freshman year now you're remembering (laughs) uh but you still competed and really put on a great performance I call it a Michael Jordan performance (laughs) you finished third in the 50 free and third in the 100 fly kind of talk to me about freshman year and you know just being sick that day and really just pulling down and getting it done um well I almost didn't go because I didn't I I mean I was I wasn't feeling well right right so um I don't know I guess I just kind of went and because my dad was like you should probably go and I'm glad I did because I wasn't expecting to, like, do mm-hmm. well because I wasn't feeling great, but I'm happy I did. Right. Well, I said four state championships, you know, an incredible track record already. I said you have one more year left. Um, what are you really looking to accomplish senior year? You know, you want to get back to the way you were sophomore. You're just mm-hmm. dominating, dominating, dominating. Um, is that? Is there anything else that you're really looking forward to for your senior year? Um, yeah, I'm excited to like go visit colleges and everything because I definitely want to swim in college. Mm. So looking like at the like recruiting process and everything, I'm excited for that for sure. You read my mind on my next <laughs> question because I was going to ask you about the colleges. Now, I heard that UGA is very interested. Um, have you talked to them at all about swimming in college or have they just have they said anything to you or any um, coaches? They're not allowed to call me. They can email me and mm. I've gotten many emails from a variety of colleges like it's mm-hmm. not 
just UGA, um, and I respond to the ones that I would consider maybe right. going to, and then in the summer they can call me, and that'll be, like, more official, I guess, and just emails. Right. Now, what are the schools that have been interested in you, have actually sent you emails? What are those schools? Um, um, there's a little... There's a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are there any that kind of just pop out at you? and you, Or even, like, some that you're just really interested in? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, four Ivy Leagues have contacted me. Really? But I don't know if I'd actually consider going to an Ivy League. Because right. I, it is an I, Ivy League. Yeah, exactly. And I guess, well, Georgia's number one in the nation, or they were for women's mm. last year. So, for sure, Georgia. And Arizona, I think, was top five for sure. So, mm. I'd definitely consider them. Um, so we're, we're looking at D1 schools here. Yes. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, and UGA's in-state. You know, it's two hours from here. Mm-hmm. You can be away from the parents for two hours <laughs> yeah. and still be back enough, you know, to do laundry and all that. Yeah. I know the feeling. Um, so any other schools that really pop out besides UGA, Arizona, any others? Um, not yet, but I'm sure I'm going to start visiting soon. Maybe Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, s- schools like that. I guess not too far away, but... Now talk talk to me about the recruiting process in swimming because you know football is a different sport than mm-hmm. any other. It, you know, it's nationally televised. National Signing Day. Everybody knows when National Signing Day is. It's different in swimming and it's different in every other sport. Mm-hmm. Kind of talk to me about the recruiting process. Yeah, um, they can start sending emails the beginning of your junior year. I think it's in September sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting emails since then, and then. They encourage you to call them, like they give really? you your, like their number, so you can call them and talk to them. So they won't, they won't call you at all. No. It's all up to you. Yeah, okay. and I, I kind of like haven't called many schools because <laughs> I don't really want to call them. Right. But um, it's, that's then, a nerve wracking thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. You're a junior and you're already deciding. Okay, they right. sent me their phone number. Should I call them back or yeah. not? You know, it's a hard, it's a hard choice. Yeah, and then um, over the summer, I think it's in sometime July, mm-hmm. they can start calling you at that okay. day. So. Well, yeah, that's incredible that you're a junior and you've gotten, you know, email, even if it's just emails, you yeah. know. Like I said, different sport than football, when in football they can offer scholarships when they're in eighth grade. It's yeah. incredible. Um, you're, as I was talking to Miss Huggins, she says you're a very mental swimmer. Kind of talk to me about being a very mental swimmer. Um, during, like, in-season training, I guess, mm-hmm. I don't perform very well at meets because it's not, like, a big meet that I have to go to. And right. it's... And then I guess once I'm, like, tapered down and I, like, I'm at, like, a big competition, that's mm-hmm. when I, like, do my best because I'm more, like, focused and into it. But, um, yeah, mental, like, ability has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Uh, how do you get locked in and really kind of zone into a competition and really just how do you lock into that? Um, I just try to, like, forget about everything I guess and just only think about the race but I also Mm -hmm. get like really nervous because it's it's pretty like I don't know it can be really scary at times right so no understandable I I mean you go into a competition in any sport and you know you want to perform well and it sounds like you really want to perform well more than others do and when it comes to that you know it's it's very Mm nerve-wracking like I said um kind of go through how you prepare for a meet leading up to it the day of Three months in advance, you know, how do you prepare for those a big meet like state or like junior nationals? Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks before, since I'm a sprinter, I start like tapering, which is like taking down my exercises by like a lot. Like so, I start doing like very little um, yardage in the pool and everything. Right. 
And then I try to make sure I, like, eat healthy and everything and really hydrate and stretching. I'm not very flexible, and so I have to make sure I stretch a lot before, like, my meets. Well, I'm not either, and I don't do that. So you can see why I'm interviewing and not being the interviewee. Uh, What are some things that you do when you step away from swimming uh, in your personal life? You know, I know that it's a year-round thing, and it's very hard to have that kind of social life. But I'm sure there's something that when you step away from swimming, you love to do. What is it? Um, honestly, I just love hanging out with my friends. Whenever mm-hmm. time I get, like, I just, I, and I like to watch movies with them and uh-huh. go to the movies and stuff. So. Do most of your friends come from the, from swimming, or are they outside of it? Um, most are outside, just because my team's pretty small. Right. But I, I'm friends with almost everybody on the team. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's good to have that yeah. teammate relationship. Um, what are a few things that you look to achieve when you go into a meet, whether that be do you say, like, oh, I want to break this record, or I just want to win, or I want to beat my personal time? What is it that you just go to achieve? What's your goal? Um, typically, I just want to um, beat my time. Beat your time. Yeah. Is that, like, a huge thing to do, just beating the time and trying to improve that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't been able to drop time in about, like, a year and a half now. So it's, well, I mean, you it gets killed hard. it sophomore oh, yeah. year, so it, when it's that low, it's kind of hard to beat it. Yeah, so I just aim for that and see where it goes. Well, awesome. Do you have anything else you want to say? Any shout-outs? I mean, no. this is this is a podcast. Um, no, I'm good. Thank you. All righty, Donna. Thank you so much for taking your time yeah. out of your day to do this. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining us from the Panther Pit Sport Talk that does not stink.